Hello? Where's your grandmother? Where is my grand? Where is your mom? Your grandma? Oh, this woman, Lord. Deborah. Deborah. There you go. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, Lord. There we go. Good girl, Deborah. You did it all by yourself. I know, child. It was stressful. Okay, let me go in the bedroom because I got whiny butt Jessica and dishwashing Hannah. My questions. <laughs> Can't tell you that. I don't know. Oh, what happened to my question? You sent them to my email. How come I don't see them? Hi, I got them right here. I can read them to you. Well, you might read them, but I don't know what my answers were. Just say it off the top of your head, Deborah. God. <laughs> <laughs> I think you sent them to my email address. And if you did, that's okay, because I go over here and look at my computer. I did. Oh my goodness. Where that go in there? Let me stop recording until you get your life together. Hey everybody, it's me, Andrea Patrick with PB and Style, and you are in the place to be to build a brand that is clear, consistent, and authentic. On today's podcast, I have a little bit of a treat. It is my mom. She is the, like, she knows how to do everything. She does everything from every walk of life, every industry. My husband and I pick on her all the time because she knows so much about everything. And I thought it would be a good idea to have her on the podcast today because she recently started a business. And we'll talk a little bit about what it is, but I wanted her to share with you sort of her journey. We've got several questions here that she's gonna kind of walk through with us. But for the most part, she had a long career in uh, government, various roles um, and she is multi-talented and a bunch of different things and she recently retired and so this podcast is for those of you 
who maybe you just retired and you're, you're, you're still wanting to work, but you're not quite sure what you want to do. So maybe starting a business is a good idea. But it's also for those of you who are um, looking to make a transition from your professional life into um, entrepreneurial life when you're not quite sure how to do it. And my mom is a perfect example for this podcast because, you know, she's run into some of those common challenges that happen when you start a business and you've been working for a long, long time for someone else. So I want to dive right in because I know, um, you know how it is when you have a conversation with your mom, there's no telling what kind of stuff is going to come out. So I might have to do a whole lot of editing. <laughs> but anyway, welcome. My mom is Deborah Austin Pettiford of North Carolina, which is where I'm from. So say hey, mama. Hi, everybody. Okay. So guys, my mom is used to working with professionals in a professional environment, and sometimes her professional voice will come out, but I've instructed her to sound like mom talking on the phone. So hopefully that'll work out. But if it doesn't, she can't help it because that's just who she is. And this is all about personal branding and authenticity. So we'll just kind of let it rip. So mama, how did you come up with this whole concept of DocuDeb? Oh, that's the name of her company, guys, DocuDeb. It's so cute, and you'll figure out, you'll learn why here in just a second. Tell me, Mama. Tell us. Okay. Well, Andrea, as you know, um, I had retired uh, as of February 1, 2018. And all my life, I have had to work hard, take care of my kids, and make sure that they had everything that they needed. And in so doing... I have had to, at one point, I was a single parent. I had to learn everything that there was about something called new math. And then as, as life would have it, I uh, was in positions and I was promoted. And so I would learn a lot uh, in whatever field I was in at the time. And then there was this nice man who took me under his wings and helped me to... Um, learn and have the desire for numbers and legal matters. And so um, with all of these years of experience and then me retiring, I had a real hard time um, adjusting to not having that paycheck coming in and just sitting around and enjoying life and taking my leisure and doing things, you know, having some girlfriends like most people do. And so I was always trying to figure out what in the world could I do? I've got to find a part-time job. I've got to get busy because if I don't, I'm going to go crazy. So and be honest, mama, tell everybody you really like, you want to do, you want to be able to do. Now guys, we just mentioned she retired. And so she could sit home. She set herself up to be able to do nothing if she wanted to. But my mom is a lady of leisure. She loves to do nice things, go nice places and dress really nice. You'll see when I, send you, when I show you guys some pictures because she, she puts it down in the wardrobe department. So in all honesty, mama, you wanted to keep, your, keep up with your habits. Go on and tell the truth. Yes, I wanted to keep up with okay, my Okay, there you go, there you go. With my habits, I need, <laughs> I need moolah to nettle. So okay. I, decided, I decided that, um, well, uh, also, 
Andrea and Joseph, my darling son-in-law and daughter, they always tease me about knowing a bunch of stuff. And they, you know, usually if Andrea calls me and asks me my opinion about something or mom can, let me read this to you to see how it sounds. Um, and because I do have some experience in some different areas and I like to help people, that was another uh, idea. So I said, okay, I've got to do something. So to be, in, to be honest, the name DocuDeb really came from my daughter, Andrea, because we had her best friend had a death in the family. And I have helped so many other people when they have deaths in their family with some things that they need to do, jump right on immediately once someone has passed and uh, figuring out what to do when someone doesn't have a will and so forth and so on. And several people have needed notaries. And so Andre said, mom, why don't you do something? You're already doing it. So why don't you now do it and let it be a service and you can get paid for it all at the same time you're helping uh because typically i'm someone if you pick up the phone and call me and ask me for my opinion ask me what direction you should go in then i would either start researching it for you get the information and then pass it on to you uh, and then I feel good about myself because I've just helped you solve your problem. And, and you were doing all that for free. I don't yes. want that to get lost on people because you were doing all of that for free. Yes. And that, guys, is going to come back in our conversation because there's a question about that later on. But just remember that, you know, doing stuff for free, something that you really enjoy. Um, let's see how that comes back into play later on in the conversation. Right. Uh, also, I love numbers and, and something that I've always done is uh, in my walk of life and in the, my careers that I've had, I've always had to balance numbers, work with numbers, figure out budgets, uh, review those budgets and find out where we need to um, place money to, to purchase things or uh, ordering things and working with vendors and um, just a lot of different things. Um, yeah, because the truth is you have, yeah, I was going to say, the truth is you have experience in the medical industry, yes, the I legal do. industry, yes, I the do. Uh, school district uh, area, education, yes. education industry, um, uh, law enforcement. Yes, um, I do. Now, gosh, don't, I don't want I don't want the audience to think that I have been jumping around. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just, I mean, gosh, you just retired. So clearly your, your, yes. your, um, your career has taken, you know, you turns in the head. time you started work until the time you can retire. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and in that process, I have learned so much. I've gone to school. I've just recently, for instance, because I was so bored and most people would think, you were so bored that you wanted to take tax preparation classes and just yeah only my received, mama <laughs> yes i just recently finished my tax preparation specialist certification and i love numbers i, I love to balance uh so with all of that 
I just, my daughter helped me to decide that um, why not create DocuDev? And, and in all of that, while you're doing things for free, now you can also get paid for it. Um, and so that, that for me is uh, a challenge because I know that that's going to be one of our questions is because I am so uh, prone to helping people and uh, doing things uh, in those areas when people need me that I am having, um, there's a challenge for me to figure out what I would, what my fees would be, what the cost. Yeah, because it's hard to do when it's something that you really love. It's really hard to, uh, to put a price tag on it because it's something that you would do for free and you have been doing for free. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point to take home. So since you asked, since you started to answer that question, what have been some other things that you found most challenging? Well, I would say that most challenging for me would be marketing, advertising, getting uh, DocuDeb out there for uh, others to see what I uh, can provide, what services I can provide them with. And uh, uh, just a, a little quick funny note, just setting up an office in my home. Was so funny, so cute guys, it's so cute. Just <laughs> setting up an office now, I know that because of the, you know because of tax laws, I can actually use this room as my office that I have here now. But I am also a collector of antiques and things, so I had to actually move some things around and move some things out that I really cherish. But I've got to. Um, I, I I understand about this space being an office space. So uh, that was a challenge in and of itself to make my room into an office rather than um, my she-she. Mm -hmm. so, Just uh, finding, a, finding a designated area to do your business is probably a challenge for a lot of people, especially yes. if they you know, have that space dedicated for something else. And now you know, they're trying to transform it into an office and... Uh, yeah, you got to get the rest of the house on board with that too, because you're married, and you know, your husband wants to come in different areas, and yes. now you got to start talking to him about, you know, this is my office. I have clients coming, you know. <laughs> and that was really funny because my very first client that I had, um, my husband uh, was in his room out in on the porch, what he calls his den, his his man cave. And uh, the client came in that door and um, I had to help my husband understand that, okay, I have a client now. I understand this is your space. This is your area. But I need for you to kind of disappear because <laughs> the one thing that I did not want my client, I didn't want my client to feel like what we were discussing, which were taxes, mm -hmm. tax benefits. I did. My client uh, deserves all the all of my the privacy. Yeah, and the his, privacy. yes, and he should feel like whatever we were discussing was confidential, and it is confidential. So, when you have um, an, a space in your home that you consider your office, 
you have to make sure that it is understood, okay, this is the office space now. You can't come into this area thinking that it is uh, the living room like it used room. to be. <laughs> yeah, this, right. this, this is my she shed. He has his man cave. I have a she shed. But my she shed just happens to be uh, one ninth of my home and I can claim that on my income tax. So that's so cute. That's just that's the, so cute. That was Did you, you, so, so another challenge you had was like the tools that you use for your business because you know you when we talked about you we'll talk about some of her services in a little bit but one of the services like she just mentioned is the tax preparation and so because she's got such an extensive um, uh, experience in churches her husband is a pastor and since she has so such extensive um, experience in that area she reached out to um, you know, churches to help them with their taxes in North Carolina. And so um, one of the challenges that we talked about was like the, like, how do you, you know, you're purchasing QuickBooks, for instance. And I told her, I was like, mama, don't just get QuickBooks for you, become an affiliate, because now that you're preparing taxes for people, you want to get paid off of their purchase of QuickBooks. So remember, those are some of the things too. And, you know, I'm trying to get her up on like Google Drive and Asana and stuff like that. So would you say, oh, and just getting on the Zoom call today, that's a new tool, you know, that you Yes, have. yes. Um, and I think that while I have, you know, I have that experience as far as computers are concerned and Microsoft Office Suites, and uh, I've also had uh, Peachtree software, which is an accounting software, was what I actually learned on in school. Uh, years ago, but now the rave is QuickBooks. And so uh, I didn't know that QuickBooks had the QuickBook for churches. I didn't know that. But with uh, Google, one can find out anything on Google. You just go on Google, type it in, and it gives you all these wonderful answers and these directions. And so that was when I discovered that uh, there was a QuickBook for churches. And so, as always, my daughter and I probably talked three or four times a day. And so when she told me to get QuickBooks and I uh, put it in my Google, I, I searched that engine for uh, church software. I discovered that Google was the number three software package out there. And I said, oh, wow. So I said to myself, researched that and when I did I discovered that it had a lot of benefits and then Andrea tells me mom you need to check into uh being uh what is it I, I, an, I affiliate. an affiliate so that when you uh talk to your clients they too can um anyway it would be a benefit for me and so uh, my very first client uh, has now decided that they are going to purchase QuickBooks. Uh, it's not a great big um, monetary value, what I will receive. And in, 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 I don't want to use the phrase kickback, but pretty much that's what it means. Uh, if I get a- But it doesn't matter about that. It's just the fact that, you know, if you're going to continue to work with people, you want to get paid right. from every aspect that you can get paid. And so it's good that you figured that out. So what has right. been some of the most unexpected aspects of starting your business? 
Well, I have just been so, I, I get so excited about the responses that I have received from these people. Uh, and as you have forestated, I am, I've had this. Mama, did you just say forestated? I believe. Did I? Mama. What was wrong with this? Huh? You said forestated. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> I told you, don't put on your professional voice. We're having a regular conversation on this All right, podcast. Okay, 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 I apologize. But anyway, my daughter mentioned that I have um, experience with churches. And I do. And I've for years, I've been in churches since I was a little kid. So it dawned on me. And after being... Um, first lady at several churches, I have discovered that most churches do not have the insight into the tax laws in such a way that they can assist their pastor and their pastors could have these tax benefits. And so I said to myself, self, that's one, that is what you really need to focus on in your business, even though I have all of these other uh, talents, I can help other people, but because I have two really wonderful things that I like to do that most people would always say, that woman is crazy. I love to cook and I love to mess with numbers and make them balance. It's like they dance on a sheet of paper for me. And oh, so oh, oh. these uh, churches are now responding to me and they want my assistance. And when, I, when they find out that I can balance books, I write budgets. And I just recently had to tell a church that I could not write them a grant because my daughter would murder me. <laughs> that's right because everybody knows i have a nonprofit, and one of my mother's amazing talents is writing grants she's done it for several churches in her past part of her church experience and i have asked her to write our grants for tough nonprofit. so i'm not willing to share now i understand that so i had to tell my client i cannot write your grant but what i can do is put you in the right direction and when i have the time I can come and sit in on your meetings. And I just kind of gave them some information and some directions as to what they need to do prior to writing the grant, because there's certain language and terminologies and things that you have to insert into your grant and statistical information. So I did say that I would sit in on some of their meetings when they are trying to get their grant started. So the response that I have had has just been so rewarding no. uh, because my very first client will not allow me to leave. <laughs> they want me there on a monthly basis. So they will be uh, paying me uh, monthly. So I'll be salaried by them. Um, mm. and, but that could present a problem because in doing that, they want me to say, like this Sunday coming up, they want me to be there uh, and to assist their trustees to give them a system for counting the money. 
because I noticed when I was preparing their books, I noticed that, and I had to make a, a trip to their bank and upon arriving there and, and talking to uh, the president of the bank, she informed me that this particular church had a lot of errors in their deposits. And so I had to explain to the church when I presented their budget to them that when they looked at all of their deposits, because one of that's one of my services, we look at the deposits, we look at your expenses, we compare the two. You do an audit. You do an audit. Yes. And okay. So, so then when I did that, I ex had to explain to them because they noticed that there was something called a CM adjustment and a DM <laughs> adjustment. Mama. Okay. Everybody, my mama gets very excited about numbers and balances. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Tell. So we are going to talk. Okay. So okay, the next so question I have for you, Deborah. The response to my business. That, has, that is what is really Yes, because you got clients right out of the gate. She did a workshop for a couple of church. Um, what do you call that, mama? A churches. It was, a, it was an association. Was, yeah, an association meeting. Yeah. Yes. And she did, a, she did a workshop, and a lot yes. of the churches there were very excited and wanted to use her. So right out of the gate, she got a client when she wasn't yes. even trying, um, but yes. she did. So that was, um, that's what she's saying, I think, was the, the big surprise for her, what was unexpected. Right. All right, so now... Yeah. And let me just make, can I make this plug? I'll come mm -hmm. all the way to Texas, just pay for my flight. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to come, we're going to circle back around to that. Because we've been trying to get Deborah to Texas for some years now, so we're gonna we're just gonna put a pin in that one right now. Okay. okay, Mama. So, where has fear been the biggest issue so far? I think that my fear would come from um, using the correct terminology to help the layperson understand why they have to do certain things in order to get the benefits when filing taxes. Uh, because some people don't really have the complete knowledge of a tax law. Most like people don't, mama. People hate doing taxes. So most well, of them send it off or they, 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 they suffer through what is that? What's that thing? Tax thing? That tax thing that happens? That software? The uh, turbo tax. Turbo tax. Yeah. So people don't know the terminology, okay. but the but the beautiful thing about when you have your own business, Miss Doctor Deb, right. is that you can create your own terminology that equals the more technical terminology, so that you put those things in layman terms, so people and understand. And that's what I've been trying to do. But there you go. Podcast members you know that there's always someone in the audience when you're mm -hmm. trying to explain something mm -hmm. that thinks they know more than you do and you are the one that has just completed the credentials. the credentials yes and have the credentials so i don't ever want to get into a back and forth conversation with an individual when I am speaking to the entire group of people. So, and I know how 
um, that's something I'm working on because I am someone who just speaks directly. So I am. She's a lot. I'm a lot like my mama. Oh, Remember, yes. guys, oh. we talk about managing the volume on your personality. This, this is where this comes in. Because when you know who you are and yes. how you reply and respond and what sets you off, you do have to kind of manage the volume on your personality. And that's right. mama's working on that. But I don't, I want you, I want to save what you were getting ready to say for that, this last, the next, the last question. But for next, because I know what you were getting ready to say. And we talked about that. So I want, I want to know what was your process? You talked about it a little bit, but what was your process for determining which of the many services you have, you would start with? And, and I think you're just starting with taxes, right? But you are a, you're a notary also. Mm -hmm. um, but then also, like you mentioned, you have a lot of medical um, experience. Yes. And so one yes. of the things guys, that a couple of reasons why I wanted her to start the business was because my children were born really, really early. And those of you who know me know I have a daughter with special needs. And she's a twin. They were born really, really early. And um, recently, their pediatrician passed away. And, you know, when you're busy, you've got kids, you've got a business, you've got a nonprofit, you've got a dog, a guinea pig, a husband. Y'all understand what I'm trying to say. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of balls in the air. And so I called my mom and told her about the situation. And she says, well, if you send me the information, I'll, you know, I'll research it for you and figure it out. And so we did. She got the ball rolling and she's one that likes to dig in the details. And I'm not. I'm a creative. My mom is type A. She's like dot every I cross every T. I'm like, well, are enough of the I's dotted and enough of the T's crossed. Y'all know. Exactly. I'm. That's kind of me. But she's like, nope, every single I must be dotted. So I enlisted her help to um get this figured out because I have one daughter who just went to college and she was one of the twins and we had to have some of her medical records. and It was just a, a mess because the doctor that passed away did not leave any medical, um, uh, what do you call it, mama, charts and information. Right. And no medical so, records. No, no medical, medical records. records. And so, yeah, and so I gave it to mama. Now, granted, the situation she came, you know, she researched it and snuffed things out, but there was still a lot of things left um, unaccounted for, not because of her, but because the person just did not leave a trail. So, but she was willing, she was willing to get in and dig down in those details to do that. So how did you decide mama to, you know, on which of your many talents to start off with? Well, uh, on you and Joseph helped me and, and teased me about all of the stuff that I know and that I'm capable of doing. And, um, to be, uh, to bring it really close to home, remember your um, best friend, Shelby's past. Yes. And uh, there were just so many things that uh, Shelby did not know. And she didn't know what direction to go in. She didn't know what to do after her mom passed. And she had a lot of people, cousins, trying to tell her what to do. And Andrea told Shelby, uh, Shelby, you need to get my mom to help you with uh, these different things from managing the bank accounts and the savings accounts and uh, what do you need to do as far as the register of deeds was concerned about the property and just a lot of different things. And so uh, Shelby did come to me and I did help Shelby 
it has just been maybe a couple of weeks ago that Shelby called me for some more advice. And everything that I've ever told anyone or any advice that I've ever given anyone, I always tell them, look, check it out, Google it. If you don't believe what I say, go and ask somebody else that is in the position to help you or to hurt you. And otherwise, if you need to register these, just go there and ask a general question and ask the question that I've given you the answer to so that you can see that I do know what I'm talking about. Because, um, so my family is, has had so many different issues and concerns and, and, and events in our lives. And generally, uh, I've got one aunt that I love dearly. No matter what- Aunt Pete. Aunt Pete. Aunt Pete is going to come and ask me, Deborah, what about so-and-so and so? Can we do this? And I, I never will forget that um, when my grandmother passed, um, Grandma me. security people sent a letter to Aunt Pete because Aunt Pete was the person that was taking care of grandmother and was doing everything. And so they sent a letter saying that there was this uh, large amount of money that was left and they wanted to know uh, what should they do with it, if they should, uh, and, and, and they were saying that they had on record that she had all of these children, nine children, and they would need all of this information. So Aunt Pete came to me and she said, Deborah, I need help with this. Uh, can you help me out? So what I had to do was to get all those kids information and for the ones that were deceased, I had to get their children's information because it would have happened. So with me having <laughs> to do all of that and Andrea is telling me, she says, mom, she said, you keep doing all of this stuff for these people. And, and our conversation went a little bit like this. You keep doing all of this stuff for these people. They don't appreciate it. They don't even say thank you. They generally, and when there's money to be had, they get the money and they go on and they forget all about you until something happens again and then here they come back Don't which leads me to the next question because that's what i want that's what i told you to save it for because uh, you were getting ready to go into it but mm -hmm. what is it that you um what advice would you give to those listening about working with family and people you know because they you know they will use when you, you give the up. advice for free yeah when you give the advice for free yeah yeah, when you give them how do you, the advice how do you free, navigate that? Oh, when you give the advice for free, that's wonderful. And if they know that you know and you say, well, I would rather not get involved. I'd rather not uh, help you with this. Maybe you should get somebody else. You're the bad guy. And then what makes you even the worst is when they find out that now you have DocuDeb or you have a business wherein they've been getting everything they wanted for free. And now you say, well, you know, call me and we can talk about it. Uh, and, and then um, for, for some, we have a free consultation, but then for some others like family and friends, you might want to charge them $25 or whatever. For <laughs> That's not small. You give a free consultation to everybody. Now wait a minute, okay. but you're right. But, but that. But that's important because I you have that's the way you feel. That's the yeah, way that is feel. the way you feel. Like, like because 
you know what your family and friends do, they will use you. They will use you completely up and then will get an attitude if you don't help them for free. Uh, but Which is really funny because a lot of people in our, in, in our family and in a lot of other families that this happens to, you're dealing with other people who have businesses and want to get paid for what they do. But then when you start your business, they want to, they want to continue to get what you have for free. So, for free. so yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think it also, it's not just my family and friends. I have, I discovered at my husband's church, um, where he had, um, they all know that I have this knowledge and these certificates and, and diplomas and stuff, and I can do this type thing. And so uh, he has instructed them uh, if they needed help, you know, he's asked them for a budget. Now, most people's budgets should have been done by November or December of the past year leading into the new year. And so they have not done that. And um, then he gave them, a, he, he told them, he said, okay, no matter what, I need it here uh, by the last Saturday in the month of January because we really have to vote on it. And see, the thing that people don't understand about these budgets is that when it comes to a church and a pastor, his sal never mind, I won't give you that information because that's information that I get. Yeah, you. we should probably stop and but cut it down. I'm going to hold, I'm a hold on that. But anyway, he told them to get their budget together. And the budget has not been submitted to him uh, yet so that they can present it to the church. And it's like they don't understand, well, if she can do that and she's attending church here, why can't she just do it for us? Because she's a member here. And people don't understand that when it's your business, when it is a means for your uh, income, a means, yes, of your income, they just think that it should be free. No it's matter. a gift. It's so a you gift. should serve with it. And that's gift. true. And, and we serve. We serve, so but to a certain extent. Exactly. And, and let, me just, let me just throw this in. With my very first client, I had um, gathered 28, I had earned 28 and a half hours. And um, I, not only that, I should have probably added uh, some more hours to it for uh, trips that I had to take based on uh, because of the preparation of the budget. And so um, I, I came to know them so well and they appreciated, they genuinely appreciated what I did for them. Uh, and I knew that and they showed that to me. And I know my daughter is gonna, is gonna really get me when I get off the uh, podcast, but the amount of money that they were going to owe me <clears throat> went above a thousand dollars and i told them i said you know what it, you all have been such great clients and i am going to be um a, a regular staff member i said i want to bless you all this evening i'm going to only ask for half and i said uh, if you all would be so kind as to 
give me a letter of thank you for a donation, then I want the other half to, to be given back to the church. And from that, I have my phone has been ringing. That's a good lesson, though, to share yeah. from that. You know, like, how do you even begin the process of getting new clients and all that? It's like, if you have to give a little bit away, it's nothing wrong with that, especially when you first get started, because what happened to Mama is what she just said, is that that yielded a return because more people wanted to work with her. So she may not have made her money up front, but she made it on the back end because they referred her. It was a loyal referral. Yes. Um, so they, um, you know, they kind of appreciated her enough to share her with other people. Absolutely. So guys, that sort of that sort of does it for the podcast. I thought it was a really good idea to have my mom on because she started DocuDev after having a long career and um, retiring, but she still had, you know, even though she has vast knowledge in a variety of industries there were still some challenges that she had to face. There were still some fears that she had to overcome. And there were still um, the naysayers and those that, you know, were, you know, definitely willing to work with her when her services were for free. But then when she started to charge, you know, that number goes down. So those are some things that you can look forward to or, you know, just be mindful of when Absolutely. you begin to either transition from a professional field into the entrepreneurship or if you have, you know, ended a career, you're ready to retire and you just don't want to sit and do, you know, and do nothing. Starting a business is an amazing, amazing thing to do, especially if you are talented and you have um, vast knowledge in areas and you know you still have tons and tons of value to offer. But I think some of these things, and I'll list them in the description, but I think things that mom just went over um, as some of the things that she's dealt with in starting her business are definitely really good lessons for you guys to take hold of and use as you start your journey. So thank you, Mama, for being on the podcast. You're I so appreciate welcome. it. You are so welcome. And thank I you guys for, you. thank you guys. Thank you, Mama. So thank, thank you guys you. for listening. And if you have any questions or concerns about how you can reach Dr. Deb, we will put all of her information below. Um, a little, um, transparency here we're still working on the website to get our services up she's got so many services she gave me a list but we're trying to kind of you know go through them and make sure that they're all what we want them to be so um there's definitely a contact page so if you have questions concerns or if you would like a 30-minute consultation and especially if you're here in texas because i'm trying to get her especially a lot of clients in texas, then she will then she will come so um you know, help me sort of, even if you don't leave a comment or a question, just leave her a message saying, get your butt to Texas because your daughter and your grandkids are here. <laughs> you can just leave that. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if that works. But nothing I've done has worked. So anyway, everybody, thanks again for listening. Thanks, Mama, for being here. And stay tuned next for next week's podcast of, B, of uh, PB and Style. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Don't hang up, Mama. Hang on to me. Let's see. Okay. All right, let's stop the recording.